All right, everybody, welcome back to our first show with an actual topic this time. We're going to be discussing Protestantism, uh, specifically a video that we both came across mm-hmm. on the YouTubes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Someone's conversion, yes. quote-unquote conversion, from Catholicism to Christianity, which doesn't make sense. Right on. We will address that and much more. But mm-hmm. first, we'll begin with a prayer. Mm-hmm. Direct, O Lord, all of our actions by thy holy inspirations and carry them on by thy gracious assistance so that every prayer and work of ours may begin by thee and from thee and be happily ended unto thee. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. In nomen Padres et Spiritus Santi. Amen. Okay, so to start off, right out the gate, um, we want to make clear this video is going to be done in complete charity for the person that we're discussing and rebuking. Um, we're not going to mention any names. We both know this person. Mm-hmm. They're very close to us. Mm-hmm. Um, but this was posted on a public forum. This was posted on YouTube. Anyone can see it. Mm-hmm. So we feel like we, out of fraternal correction, we mm-hmm. have the right to address this. They're not like that close. Like we're gonna, right? You know, yeah. it's not like it's our, oh, it's it's Dominic's mom or something. Yeah, no. You know, it's still yeah, you know, they're, close. They're still yeah. even if they weren't close, we'd still want to be out of charity because that's one of our three quote unquote precepts of the show that mm-hmm. we do this through char- through charity. So we're just going to probably say, you know, she or her, because it is a woman. You know, we won't deny that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, pretty hard it. Yeah. So, you know, we won't link the video because we don't want any fragging, as Tim Gordon always says. Don't want to frag, guys. <laughs> so, all right. So to start, the title of the video is How I Became... How I Converted from Catholic to, to Christian. Christian. Right. So story time yeah story time. so the general premise of the video is this woman is brought up catholic mm-hmm. doesn't really feel a connection mm-hmm. and that word feel is going to be very important mm-hmm. uh later on she doesn't really feel a connection uh to god and when she, she goes to mass or... right when yeah. she goes to mass just in her daily life i mm-hmm. guess she doesn't feel that connection um, that's what the video Mm-hmm. Yeah, she states this. It's just not really so not yeah. not just being mean. No, of course. Yeah. yeah, it's these are these are you know words out of her mouth. Um, and then she does her thing with Catholics. Someone invites her to a Protestant communion, and then she falls in love with it, and then becomes a Protestant. Well, I don't think she fell in love. With it. I think she just was drawn to it. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, that's where we're at. It's a apostasy. You know, we'll speak in simple terms here. This is flat-out apostasy, which, you know, is a mortal sin. Mm-hmm. And she's... She was baptized Catholic. Yep. So, got her first Holy Communion and was confirmed. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. So, you know, she's throwing this away, so... This mm-hmm. is, again, this is the whole charity thing. We feel really bad for her. Mm-hmm. This is a very sad situation. And the first first thing I want to address is, what are we doing to prevent this? Mm-hmm. When someone says something Protestant, or if we're somewhere, and somebody says some sly remark about the Protestant, whatever, like the Catholic the Church, Catholic Church yeah. says something about the Pope, like Ricky Gervais did. He made a joke about the Pope's. 
what are we doing to speak out against that mm-hmm. to right that wrong and not just being a left wing or a right wing actually right exactly caring mm-hmm. yeah what, like what are we doing to respond to this because we have a duty to do this and you know if we're forsaking that you know then we're gonna have to answer to that because mm-hmm. we know it's wrong you can't just let it go oh sorry yeah <laughs> um so that's the basic premise of the video she goes from catholic to christian so and using her words so yeah. the first thing we want to address is catholic to christian doesn't right. make sense right catholic to christian doesn't make sense because catholics are christian or the first christians established by christ so so yeah so that's really <laughs> it you know to say you're going from catholic to christian would be as if you you know like bought a car and then you know you bought like an alfa romeo and then you switched to a maserati and you said i went from alfa romeo to car or something like that (laughs) it's you know it's using this it's a false specification because you're just generalizing it was just using the wrong words Right, you're generalizing because Christian is anyone, like, let's, again, what does Michael Voris always say? You know, terms matter. <laughs> what, is, what does it mean to be a Christian? You accept that Christ is God and that there's a trinity. Mm-hmm. That's basically it. That's why Jehovah's Witnesses and Mormons are not Christians. Even though they, they claim to be. They claim to be, but they're not. But you can't call yourself Christian and then not believe that Christ is God, capital G, Exactly. And then that's why it's kind of hard to call the Salvation Army Christians. Yeah. Because they don't even baptize. And I think if they do, they don't even do it in the Trinitarian form, Mm -hmm. which that's the basic low bar to call yourself a Christian. You have to be baptized in the um, Trinitarian form. Sorry. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So that's that was our first problem. Yeah. that she's misleading people to say, oh, I'm, I'm a Christian now. I'm not a Catholic. Yeah, it should have been, I'm Protestant now, or whatever she wanted to call herself, I guess. But it's Protestant. It's not. Exactly. It's not Catholic. Exactly. So, and we, we had a little, Dominic and I had a little encounter. Uh, encounter. Like this, a pastoral encounter of dialogue. Yeah. Interfaith Talk dialogue. about later. Yeah. But it was yeah. it came up then that I told the guy, you know, you're just, yeah. The, he was just in denial. Yeah, and I told him yeah. he was a Protestant, and he, he said, said no, no, I'm not. not. I'm a Christian. I'm Baptist. So, yeah, so. yeah. If you want a really good uh, talking about that, there's a talk by Michael Voris called Catholics and Protestants, and he, yeah, he talks about that. It was actually the first talk of his that I watched, so it sort of got me to where I am today. So. <laughs> All right, so that was our first thing, you know, just making sure that we have our terms clear. There's no such thing as Catholic to Christian. Yeah, it's just Catholic to, to Protestant. Protestant. Or Catholic to Orthodox, because we're all Christians. We're brothers in yeah. Christ, which is, you know, why we can't just be disrespecting each other. Yeah. You know, so that's first. So, All right, then the other thing is when she says that... She's not Catholic anymore. That's not true. Because she was baptized, and she was she's still Catholic, no matter how much she doesn't like it. Because you can't just leave. Exactly. So in Ephesians four five, now I'm going to get all Protestant. We're like <laughs> in Ephesians four five it says this. In Ephesians four five, what does Saint Paul say? One faith, one baptism, one God. You know, paraphrasing. 
So we're actually going to come back to this later, but it's the thing. There's one. You're baptized into one church because Christ only established one church. So mm-hmm. you can't say, oh, I'm not a Catholic anymore if you were baptized into that. Once you're mm-hmm. baptized, even if you're baptized, if the most anti-Catholic guy or whatever pro- uh, baptizes someone in the Trinitarian yeah. form, you know, I baptize you in the name of the Father, mm-hmm. Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. He's still baptized into the one church because there's one baptism mm-hmm. and one faith. You're getting baptized into the one church. Yeah. So as much as you don't, don't like it, you know, if there are any Satanists listening to this, there's no such thing as an on. <laughs> that's not good. Yeah, if you guys are listening, don't do whatever. that. Yeah, please stop. Um, please. But there, you guys, the not you guys, the Satanists hold these unbaptism, which is there's no such thing. There's something called ontology, which is sort of like what you're about. That's sort of it's a very dumbed down version of what ontology is. So there's the ontological argument of. If there is a possibility for a God, there is a God uh, that's from St. Anselm, um, which Dominique will probably be delving into more in her philosophy major. Mm -hmm. But there's also something called an ontological change in the soul. When you're baptized, your essence changes. Who you are as a person changes. As much Mm -hmm. as you want to change that or revoke it, you can't. Just like if you say, I want to be a man, but I was born a woman. Your chromosomes will always be the same. You physically can't change that. Exactly. Exactly. There's nothing to say, I'm not bad. You can't change your chromosomes. Right. No matter how hard you try. Yeah. Exactly. She also said that she received three? Four. four. She said she received four of Of the the sacraments. Yeah. But... She should have gone to reconciliation. She said she was baptized, got her first Holy Communion, was confirmed, and... Married. Was married. So, yeah. technically, if you want to be a little, you know, nitpicky, you say, well, you technically only received yeah. four out of the six because you're married, so you want to get Holy Orders. Yeah. And she can't even get Holy Orders. But yeah. it's irrelevant. That's, yeah. that's irrelevant. But still, she she missed one. Right. Well, she yeah. missed one, you know. She probably misspoke. She Yeah. Hopefully she just missed. Yeah, and hopefully she doesn't just like completely. Yeah, or she doesn't have a like over reconciliation yeah. isn't that big of a deal, exactly. which probably is a truth that you she know, didn't like that. That's true, and a lot of Protestants have problems with that. Yeah, but not but, in like a mean way. Exactly. <laughs> but getting back to the ontology part, um, when you're when you're when you become a priest, there's something that changes in your soul who you are as a person now has changed even more from being baptized. Now you're a priest. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, I think there's an Irish saying, priest in heaven, a priest in hell, you're a priest forever, according to the order of Melchizedek. Mm-hmm. Of course, the second part of that is from the, the Psalms. <laughs> sorry. Um, yeah, Dominique's coughing yeah, a sorry. lot today, so sorry. please forgive that. I'm um, trying. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, priest forever. A priest can be laicized, excommunicated, defrocked, whatever. But he's still a priest. He's still a priest. He could, if someone's yeah. dying on the road, he could give them last rites. He, so yeah. this is this is goes back to the whole thing of when she's baptized into the Catholic Church. She's still Catholic. It. She's for, still for Catholic. the rest of her her life. Mm-hmm. Exactly. There's no way she can renounce that. Yeah. The only way she can you can you can, but you should, by it's word not, it would only it's be not a, truth. It's not the truth. Right, it would only be by word, um, so it's it's like it's just saying, "Oh, I, I I'm not here right now," you know. Like, okay, you could say that, but it's not mm-hmm. actually true. 
So that's another thing. A lot of people think they can forsake their Catholicism or their Christianity by you getting... You can't. You can't. You, you, you can't. can't. There's no way to do that. Yeah. Um, another thing she said was... Okay, Dominic's trying to read my handwriting, which is a chore for anyone who has had to read my handwriting. Um, Another thing, she repeatedly used the the term church. Instead of mass, when talking about going to, when going to mass, she was saying that she didn't feel anything when, when she went, she didn't feel anything when she went to mass, and that when she went, it, it was, it was more like a cultural Catholic thing, not like, not actually completely agreeing with the church um she she was saying that it was it was a service and that it was church she was attending church never said mass um yeah and that's wrong because it is mass when it's a catholic church it's mass yeah this is another whole whole nother thing about terms um church is not the church is a building yeah you know there's there's that steve harvey skit of you know, he's saying, "Oh, there's a difference between church and chitch." Huh. Um, that that chitch is like the act of going to church, but in this case, there's no such thing. It's you go to mass because you're going to a sacrifice. You know, mm-hmm. the the re, the representation of the sacrifice on Calvary, mm-hmm. and the name of that has always been mass. It's never been church. Yeah, this is a completely Protestant idea. Yeah, it's, so, it's because they know it's not mass. They, it's it's a service, but. Well, when you go to mass, it's it's an offering and it's a sacrifice. Yeah, and this is something we're going to go over later. Um, a good term for you guys to know for when you go to mass. There's something called Acts, like Acts of the Apostles. A C T S, and Cardinal Arinza said this is he said it, and this is just a general church teaching about what a sacrifice is for. A is for adoration. So if you guys go to um, any Latin Rite church, uh, TLM or Novus Ordo, in the Gloria, it says, you know, we praise you, we adore you. Yeah. If you're all about the Latin, uh, adoramos te. Mm-hmm. Um, it's adoration. You know, we can go into mm-hmm. why you should adore God later. <laughs> so then contrition, the confidier. Uh, contrition, that you're sorry for what you did. Uh, you see it a lot in the extraordinary form of the mass, how the priest, you know, there's one part in the canon. It's said it's a the, lot, actually, right? Yeah, yeah, it is. He <clears> says, <throat> you know, like, receive the sacrifice f- from me, even though I'm unworthy, and mm-hmm. for everybody else. Um, it should be said in Novus Ordo, too, because... Right, I'm, yeah. I'm sure it is, but yeah. somewhere. Some, sometimes it's In not. one of the 90,000 Eucharistic prayers or whatever. Yeah. Um, but in the canon of the Mass, there's three words that the priest says alive. Uh, not a lot. lot. Well, hopefully he's alive when he's saying this, <laughs> but he says it a lot. It's nobis quoque peccatoribus. It's, and if, if you have those little missiles, it says it's an act of humiliation. Yeah. That he's saying he's a sinner. In, in English, it means to us also thy sinners. That, you know, he's humiliating himself that he's saying he's a sinner too. So that's the contrition part. Thanksgiving, um, you know, of course, it's, you know, we're giving thanks that we can receive the body and blood of Christ. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. Hopefully, yeah, if you're in a state of grace and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And then Humble. the last, <laughs> yeah, that stuff's not important. Okay, um, <laughs> no, <would> say that. <laughs> then the last one is supplication. So 
we ask you to do this. You know, why they say when you go to mass, you know, offer up whatever. Yeah. Your troubles, your pains, all that stuff. So that's the point of mass. ACTS, adoration, contrition, thanksgiving, and supplication. Yeah. But at a Protestant church or whatever. Yeah, it's, quote unquote yeah. church. Yeah. We'll get into that. It's not. It's usually about yourself. And, you know, like those, what are they called? Um testimonies or whatever oh yeah 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 well they go there saying how they usually they were ex-catholics yeah they, they're ex-catholics the flamethrowing ex-catholics as michael forrest likes to say <laughs> so that was a little bit of a uh, a tangent um for you well, math really, majors we were talking <laughs> uh okay so again we're gonna go back to how this is all feelings based yeah This whole video is just oozing feelings. I felt this. I didn't feel that. I felt like they were doing this. I felt judged and all of that. Exactly. And it's just all about the feelings. And we have to remember, feelings aren't the basis for why, for which we make decisions, through which we make decisions. Bishop Fulton Sheen said it. He said that the feelings are the echo of the will. So it's not, it's not always about how you feel, you know? Mm-hmm. exactly and he he even said in another talk of his imagine a, f- a fraction the intellect needs to be in the numerator and the fr- the feelings need to be in the denominator so that the feelings need to serve the intellect that's what a normal human being does mm-hmm. and if you say that's not true then that you're you're lying to yourself yeah and that's that's this philosophy which We'll get into another yeah. show. Um, but then when you have your feelings over your intellect, that's, he says that's insanity. Mm-hmm. Well, it's the truth. Because, like, schizophrenic people, they they feel like they see something, mm-hmm. even though it's not really there. Exactly. So you can't always trust how you feel. Yeah. Because the devil has access to that. Exactly. And father- Demons have access to that. Exactly. So you can't, yeah. just, you can't just go off of what you feel. Yeah, Father Ripperger always says that you can't trust your feelings when you're, if you say, oh, I feel like I'm in a state of grace. Well, you know, the demons have access to that. You have to hope. You have to hope. You have to have faith, you know, in God that, you know, he'll be merciful to you if you don't know if you're in a state of grace or not. Mm -hmm. But you can't just go based off your feelings because look at any cliche lifetime or hallmark movie about an abusive husband. Mm -hmm. What does the wife always say? Oh, I feel like he's going to get better. It oh, feels I like, love him. Or, yeah, I yeah. love him. Like, no, you don't. That's like, you, you can say that all you want. Obviously, it's fake people, so we could be mean to them. But, <laughs> but you know. But you know that it's not right to stay with them. Exactly, you know. But they're and feelings. you have to do what, yeah. what's right. Yeah, you can't we, just always go off of what feels good or, yeah. you know. And for any Star Wars fans, as cool as Qui-Gon Jinn is, <laughs> don't listen to him when he says, trust, don't think. Yeah, that's Use not, your instinct. That's no, that's good. that's not true. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I, we can go into the heresies of Star Wars if they're it's still good though. Yes, Star Wars is pretty good, cool, though. Not the new ones, but that's another show. <laughs> <laughs> okay, different so type of show. Yes, yeah, different type of show. Um, there's another point that she says as her argument for why Catholicism, why she didn't like it. She said, oh, you would go to Mass and you'd feel judged by the older people. You have to say church because she said church. Go to church, yeah. Go to church and you'd be judged by the older people. Yeah, but it's not always about what other people think about you. Just like like when you go to the Latin Mass, a lot of people will, might judge you if you don't wear a veil, if you don't 
like wear the same clothes as half of the women there but half yeah no okay like like 80 percent of the women but you can't just you can't just think like oh they're judging me this isn't a good good mass to attend because that's not true like at all and it's happened to dominique the first latin mass she went to she was wearing a dress that it went to my knees it went to her knees but But like it it wasn't you know it wasn't at my past her knees yeah it was like right at her knees so it wasn't perfect per se Mm -hmm. but it was it was an attempt at it it was an attempt at it and you know i yeah she knew i i'm pretty sure i told her beforehand like hey like you know this is different yeah and i tried she tried i didn't and you know there were of course the stereotypical old lady staring at her but pointing at me but like it didn't bother me because i knew that like i was gonna like it Exactly. And, like, I, I didn't even wear a veil the first time I went. Yeah. Because, like, I, I ordered it the night before. Yeah. So. <laughs> everybody everybody has, you know, a chance. Mm-hmm. You know, we have to give everybody a chance. You can't just go off of, like, so oh, it, this, this, this person is judging me. I can't sit, I can't sit in mass because I'm not going to like it now. Like, mm-hmm. that's not true. Right. You know, you can't. Like, I didn't like you at first. <laughs> you were exactly. mean. Well, yeah, of course. It's me. <laughs> what are we talking about here? Um, but... You know, if the, if this was an actual thing that somebody was mean to her, then we have to address that. You know, like if, mm-hmm. if you know someone that's mean during mass or something or they're always getting distracted. Tell the priest. Yeah. You don't have to keep it to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, just tell the pastor. Say, hey, pastor guy, um, <laughs> this person's doing this. I, I really think it's not good because I think it might scare someone away. Could you please address it? Mm-hmm. Don't go addressing it on your own. Because then confrontation, confrontation, the person's going to complain and then go to the pastor. Yeah. But if the pastor doesn't do anything, then exactly. If the pastor doesn't do anything, then you have to say, hey, but still, like, it's not always about like this person doesn't like me. It's Mm -hmm. not always about that. Yeah. You're going there for the sacrifice. And it's what Michael Vora said. You know, you could go Mm -hmm. there with the most perfect attention, whatever. The guy next to you could be thinking about what he's going to eat next week yeah the whole mass you can be like the most faithful catholic exactly the, the, the guy next to you is blaspheming exactly then, you know some things like that actually happen in real life yeah but it, it doesn't take away from the sacrifice the sacrifice is perfect because it's god offering himself to god mm-hmm. god the son to god the father mm-hmm. through the holy spirit through the actions of the yeah. priest it, it's still it's like it's a great thing to be at you can't you can't just toss it aside because of the people the human beings that are there like it's like mass is beautiful like why would you give that up exactly any even if you go to the most weird life teen or church of nice liturgical dance <coughs> the priest is still gonna you know hopefully conf- a, yeah. confer the sacrament according at least a little bit to what the rubrics mm-hmm. say um because you know, if if he was saying this is like my body and this is like my blood, yeah, no adding. The, the bishop would toss him. Hopefully, yeah, if you have good bishop in America, yeah. Um, so yeah, that again, that's yeah. the thing, guys. If you go to mass, or if there are any non-Catholics listening, and you're one of your Catholic friends, if we're your Catholic friends, <laughs> and we offer to take you to mass, don't worry if someone there, you know, is looking at you. Like, yeah, because like there's us, you know, like. There's always going to be someone else that's going to be there, too. Even though it's not always about how you feel, like, 
there's always another person who's going to make you feel comfortable. And almost in all cases, the priest is going to be very nice, yeah. very receptive. I know yeah. here the Byzantine church is very receptive of us, mm-hmm. um, you know, the parishioners as well as the pastor. Like uh, even me, like like being Latin, right? And I went there in a veil and they don't really veil. He's, he's still really nice to me. Of course, you yeah. know, because they know. And he literally said, I'll take care of you. <laughs> so. Yeah, exactly. And then, you know, when it comes to the TLM, if, if there are any Catholics listening, you know, who go to Novus Ordo. If, if a friend of yours invites you to TLM or we invite you to TLM, <laughs> uh, don't worry about what other people do. You know, you go there and just trying to focus on what's going on, like at the yeah. altar. Because it's literally like a church in heaven. Like it, it's so, it's cool mm-hmm. if you really knew what was going on. Exactly. That's why I say it's like heaven on earth. Yeah. It's the closest you'll get. Yeah, it's exactly. Especially if you're in a state of grace. Mm-hmm. So yeah, just don't worry about what other people do during 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 mass Mass. especially yeah don't don't worry about that because Mm -hmm. because if anything they're the ones not focusing exactly so you should just remain focused and yeah just close your eyes go there close your eyes pray to god say hey you know and then if you have a veil on just cover yeah well if you're a guy and you go there in the veil people are gonna looking it's gonna be looking at you weird for sure normal (laughs) but um but yeah you know if you go this just try and focus you know say hey god you know i love you yeah just help me to distractions keep me away from them exactly so so that's that was another thing yeah uh again mentioning the clergy really failed here the church failed her but more importantly her parents didn't do a good job because exactly that's that's a misconception that we have in this country that Uh, the priests and the bishops and all of that they're supposed to be the ones to they think everybody thinks that they're supposed to be the ones to help us in prayer primarily or learning the faith yeah, yeah. but it's the parents because they spend the most time exactly. it's usually the mom too exactly this is why gk chesterton said i don't really see why women want the right to vote because a woman can change the world just by how she raises one kid yeah i mean mary yeah mary hitler's mom sorry yeah that was not a good example (laughs) no because you have the two extremes it could have been saint hitler just like you could have saint judas well you know it could have happened saint Mm -hmm. stalin all these people could have been saints Mm -hmm. and then conversely there could have been yeah benedict but like you know a horrible guy or francis of francis of assisi who's not a saint you know if he wasn't if he wasn't oh yeah you calling him a sissy (laughs) You know, it shows that it depends on how, you know, you're raised usually. Yeah. And you see a lot of times th- these saints have very pious mothers. Look at St. Saint, Saint mm-hmm. Augustine. His, his mom m- prayed for him. His mom prayed for him. She was primarily, I think, the reason that... He converted back. That he converted, yeah. yeah. Because, you know, it's through the intercession of the mother. And we see yeah. this in the Old Testament. <clears throat> Whenever they wanted something from King David, who did they go to? His mother. Mm-hmm. That's why we call Mary the queen of the universe. Yeah. The wedding at Cana. The wedding at Cana. She Cana, was the one that sorry. told. <laughs> she was the wedding at CANA. <laughs> she was the one she, that told Christ. In, she was interceding for yeah. the servants. Hey, they need wine. They need wine. They ran out of wine. So. Exactly. So you know we need to recognize that it's not always the person themselves' fault. Yeah, it's it's you know it's just we have to keep in mind how are we spreading the faith. That's like that's, not saying anything bad about her mom, but it's just like. Yeah. If I think that if they, she had a 
a better right. upbringing. Yeah, because in she's the faith than... because one th- other thing she mentions this as well. She's from Guam, mm-hmm. and Dominique can tell you about Catholic heritage in Guam. Yeah, it's it's the I used to think it was like the main religion there, but I don't know anymore. So, but yeah, they're pretty big on it. Like, you know, it's it, we were okay. Guam was conquered by Spain. Yeah. So Spaniards are really Catholic. Yeah. <laughs> the whole reason was to convert everybody to Catholicism because because all of our ancestors were they were participating in pagan acts. You know, it's not exactly just know. like just like in Cuba. Cuba, we have the Santeros. You know, they're killing chickens and goats and whatever and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And you know, then the Spanish come Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. All the basically almost every. Mm-hmm single place yeah. in saint damien of molokai exactly yeah all these people they they do it for love of god they exactly yeah yeah and that's why you know christopher columbus he for all of his faults whatever they were yeah. you know he's not a saint but he did bring christianity catholicism he primarily. spread christendom very very well exactly you he, know he, he kind of had to do what he had to do so. exactly you know, and that's how, that we should have that, that same was the deal. Yeah, we should have that same missionary spirit of trying to bring the faith mm-hmm. to as many people as we can, atheists and non Catholics. Yeah. Just try to, you know, at least just tell them, like, you know, obviously very generously in a very charitable yeah. way, but, you know, you got to tell them the truth. Yeah. So. You have to tell them when they're doing something wrong. Right. So another thing was that she, she had a problem with the, the all or nothing aspect of Catholicism. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this is something that I feel. Like this is something that <laughs> people think. have. A, yeah, this is. A, I feel like this is something like that people have a lot of problems with. Yeah, because there's a lot of Catholics who are very pro-life, but they don't agree with wives being submissive to their husbands. And you know, you can't just pick and choose. That's when you know you're making it okay for like an atheist to say, "Oh, you're a cherry picking Christian." Mm-hmm. Like you can't. You can't let them have that. Like, you have to be all. You have to be all in. Yeah, Christ said he's the way, the truth, the life. Not the way, except for when it comes to the primacy of the Pope. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Orthodox. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> you know, all done in charity, of course. Mm-hmm. But anyways, you know that's the thing. It's it's how are we receiving? You know, not how are we receiving? Like. How do we accept the faith? Learn to accept it. Yeah, we. you have to make an act of faith to say, Mm -hmm. you know what, God, Christ, I don't really know why you teach this. But I'm going to do it. Yeah, help me to understand it and help me to love it. And that's, again, that's something that she wasn't taught. Yeah, you have to, you have to be completely trusting that it's the thing that that's right. Right. So now we're going to get into a little bit of theology when she said, I don't understand why we pray to saints. Why can't we just pray to God? You don't pray to saints. You ask for their intercession. Just like, okay, it makes no sense. Because if you were to, a lot of people ask, can you pray for me? If that was the case, that we shouldn't pray to saints, then why should we be praying for other people here? And I said, for me, I look at things a lot from like a logical standpoint. Like how, like if you do this, then, then what does that mean? Mm-hmm. And the first thing I thought was, if she says that, why can't we pray to saints? Okay, then she can never ask someone to pray for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. If she understands 
I think what the problem here, again, is not understanding the faith. Yeah. You know, Jean said... I think it's just like an over-exaggeration of Christ being the one mediator. Right, exactly. And there's actually this book um, by Catholic Answers by Carlo Broussard, Mm -hmm. which is called Answering... the Protestant Challenge, How to Answer 50 Biblical Objections to Catholic Beliefs. And he said, like, why can't Christ share his role? Exactly. Because he, I mean, if he, if he told Peter, like, you, you are Peter, you're the rock and I'm going to build my church on you, then why can't he, why can't he share that? And if he delegated the power to forgive sins mm-hmm. and to bind and loose things on earth to his, to his apostles, yeah, then you would assume. Yeah. And it's not like taking away Christ's role. It's just, he has, yes, he has the main role, but it's like a chain, you know, like a domino effect. Like when you... When you pray a Hail Mary, you're asking for Mary's intercession to... To Christ. To Christ. Yeah. Well, there's, that's, yeah. That's, that's a common misconception. Yeah. And we have to know this as Catholics, mm-hmm. you know, so that if she... Let's say she said this around, yeah. you know, and her family. Her family has to know to say, hey, no, you're no, actually... No, that's wrong. This is, this is the truth. Exactly. Yeah. So that's, that was another thing. This is a very common misconception about yeah. Catholicism. We don't pray to the saints necessarily pray through them we pray for their intercession to god yeah and then in the book it says that the saints participate in christ's unique mediation because they're members of the mystical body of christ so you know you can't deny that they were saints because like you can't explain certain things and it says saints in the bible for anyone who thinks that saints isn't in the bible it says it multiple times yeah um yeah, precious in the eyes, mm-hmm. and the precious yeah. in the eyes of the Lord is the death of His saints. Yeah, and actually, in this book too, he says that you, we don't really refer to ourselves as saints because we reserve that word for the people who have taken an extraordinary step to to be perfect, as perfect as they can be. Yeah, exactly. So, so yeah, that's the common thing. Again, we don't pray to saints; we pray for we their ask intercession. For their intercession, and that's it. Yeah, if that was the case, you have to reject every single time anybody said, pray for me. Exactly. So then, okay, we go back to that poor relationship with God. Um, again, I feel like this is probably something about <clears throat> not being taught the devotional life very well. At home, yeah. Yeah, at home or even if maybe when she, like a, when she wants a confirmation or first communion class. CCD. Yeah, you know, learning what's the rosary, learning about chaplets, novenas, mm. all these things that are beautiful. And that's what being Catholic's about. It's not about arguing about things with Protestants or the It's SSPX. not about always starting fight. Yeah, know? it's not just about theology. Theology needs to be done on the knees. If it's not done on the knees, it's a waste of time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you need to be asking God for the intercession to do the right thing, to say the right things, and to learn the right things. Mm-hmm. That's why wisdom is a gift um, of the Holy Spirit, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's a gift. <coughs> Yeah. So we have to be able to realize, like, we didn't come up with this stuff. We're not the smartest people in the world. Yeah. So we have to realize that we have to teach these people the devotional life, mm-hmm. too, not just the theology. They need to know yeah. the devotional life. And why would why would Christ say, like, this is another thing about the mediator. Like, why would Christ talk about his mother so much if he didn't know that she was she was so special? Like, like we could pray, like, ask her for her intercession. Right, exactly. Um, so, yeah, that's another thing. You know, how are we teaching the devotional life? Mm-hmm. 
if there are any catechists listening, how are you teaching a devotional life to your students? Mm -hmm. Do you like 100% agree? Do you say some iffy things? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Devotional life and theology, they go hand in hand. If you don't know, you have to say, I don't know, but I'll, I'll learn. Exactly. I'll that comes back to the teaching. Um, so, okay, next. Again, but this is back to church. Protestants, according to the CDF, Cardinal Ratzinger, there's no such thing as a Protestant church. Yeah. They're, the proper term is an ecclesial communion. Why? Because Christ established one church. Mm-hmm. This is another thing that, we're, that that we made sure to accentuate. <laughs> Christ established a church, a not a faith, church, not a faith, yeah. not a religion, not a system of belief, not a whatever self help book. Mm-hmm. He established a church. Mm-hmm. You have to follow the church because that if you follow the church one hundred percent in her infallible teachings, you follow Christ. Yeah, Christ Himself said it, so you have exactly. to exactly. If he is the way and the truth and the life, and he identifies himself with the church when St. Paul's crucifying, uh, well, crucifying, yeah, and persecuting them, and then Christ says on the way to Damascus to St. Paul, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? Mm -hmm. He's already identifying himself with the church Mm -hmm. and with people who accepted all of his teachings. Yeah. So this shows you that this church that Christ established is not just some invisible church. And it really annoys me when even Catholics say, oh, there's a problem in the church today. And they mean that to say all Protestants and stuff. Yeah, capital C. That's not, that's a complete false. It's not a complete false. Wow. It's a complete (laughs) falsity. There's no such thing as there's a problem in the church. And when I say church, I mean Protestants and Orthodox. That's not a thing. I don't know where do we get this horrible idea from, but we're doing a disservice to anyone who's not part of the one true faith. There is no such thing as just the church. Mm-hmm. You know, they say this thing about an invisible body. It's not an invisible body. It's, it's a visible church with visible sacraments, visible people. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. no, it's, you, if you're saying there's a problem in the church, you're talking about the Catholic church. Yeah. If you're saying there's a problem in the church with a lowercase maybe you're I talking you could, about yeah. St whatever St Vincent's Catholic Church you know but yeah. lowercase c is just the building and then mm-hmm. capital C is the church the, church the, the one true faith yeah. the catholic church and that's that's how it was for a thousand years before the orthodox split off and then 1500 years before the uh well f- then 500 years before the protestants had their revolt so yeah. that's another thing. When, if any Catholics out there don't say there's a problem in the church when you're just talking about Christianity in general. Say there's a problem mm-hmm. in Christianity. Mm-hmm. But a problem in the church is a problem in the Catholic church. Yeah. Not in the whatever 40,000 different denominations of Protestantism. Yeah. That all claim to be the right one. So Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that's another thing. <laughs> so at one point, this is kind of a stupid little aside. It's a good little break. Um, she said that, oh, it, she went into the new uh, the Protestant communion, and she saw that they had a lobby Sorry. and live music. <laughs> and she, she's like... He, the pastor said, we're, baptiz- we're baptizing anybody in the gym who wants to be baptized. Right. Yeah, that was later. But she was like, oh, we lobbies and live music, and I knew this oh, wasn't a Catholic church. Yeah. And I was like, well, sister, sister uh, maybe ew. you should go over to a life teen mass yeah, and see how live yeah. music. Even then, like Novus Ordo, a lot of 
guitars, guitars, drums, pianos, drums, bass, which is not yeah supposed instruments to be there. that shouldn't be at mass. Which we'll probably do an episode even later. Pianos. Yeah, yeah, even pianos. Yeah, we'll do an episode later on <clears throat> Pope Saint Pius X's. Um, I think it's an apostolic exhortation about <coughs> sacred music. Mm-hmm. So, if you guys want to hear that, just let us know. <laughs> um. So, again, she admitted to committing this heinous sin of going to, of apostatizing and going to another church. Um, and this is really sad. It's just like when people go out there and shout your abortion. You're publicly admitted to a mortal sin. Yeah. So, again, she said that she felt it when she walked into the Protestant church. Again, you can't trust your feelings. Your feelings. That's why yeah. when someone is in a bad relationship, they just make it all about their feelings whenever someone mentions it to them. It's like, well, I feel like it's going to be... No, it doesn't feel anything. You think. We're thinking people. You don't feel that 2 plus 2 equals 4. You think that 2 plus 2 equals 4. And if you don't think that 2 plus 2 equals 4... Oh, I feel like 2 plus 2 equals X. Like the... Oh, I feel like 2 plus 2 equals like 5. You can't say that. You can feel it, but you're wrong. So... Yeah. Because there's still objective truth. Mm -hmm. So... Then there's the whole, I guess, bleeding heart situation um, that she went in and she just started breaking down, crying about mm-hmm. how she heard this song. Okay, you know, crying aside, mm-hmm. mass isn't about crying. And it's not about you. And it's not about your feelings. Even, I'm sure if, you, if, we, if we were able to get any of the saints who levitated when they were saying mass... They would all say it wasn't about me. That just happened because I was so in love with what was actually going on and what the reason for the mass was. Not because they they didn't go to mass because they levitated. Or like when when people pray the rosary and then Mary appears to them. Like, you know, it's... Yeah, and like even St. Teresa of Lisieux, I think. She was embarrassed to levitate. (laughs) She would make her sisters hold her down. Because, you know, she was humble. Yeah. Imitating Christ. Imitate me from meek and humble of heart. Mm-hmm. She's follow-tating. Fo- follow-tating. She's following <laughs> in that imitation of Christ. So, again, it's not about how you feel when you go there. It's about yeah. acts. What I said before, adoration, contrition, thanksgiving, and supplication. Mm-hmm. So, it's a sacrifice. It's not a service. Yeah. We need to know that. When we go to Mass, we're going there for the sacrifice of the Mass. We're not going mm-hmm. there for a service and to hear a funny yeah. homily. Yeah, no. It's not about the homily. It's not about the people that go there. It's not about the music. It's about the mass. Mm-hmm. Everything else needs to serve the mass. Mm-hmm. We'll probably just do an episode on the on mass the later. Mass so. <laughs> okay. Then she was saying how the pastor would talk about things that, you know, were relevant. And okay. She said that he tells you things that you need to hear, not want to hear. But, but if that was the truth, then the Catholic Church like going to mass would have been the the better thing for her because they they were obviously telling her something that she didn't want to hear so or she or they weren't telling her anything yeah i'm pretty sure she went to some <clears throat> milk toast nofizoto church mm-hmm. and if even if she well, went okay to, oh yeah. let's let's specify something really i forgot to say this in the first podcast there's nothing wrong with the novus ordo yeah, no. on its own merits yeah Re- if it's you, great. You can read the yeah. text, and if you do Eucharistic prayer number one and all that stuff, 
yeah, it's not as great as a TLM, but it's mm-hmm. still normal. Yeah. It's whenever these priests start to decide to make it their own, that's yeah. when it gets bad. But we'll leave that for another podcast. Yeah. But what I'm saying is when I say she went to a Nova Soro church, I mean like a church of nice <laughs> sort of church. You know, with yeah. everyone there is old. There's no families. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure she went to one of those churches. It was really boring. The guy just went up there. He said it was some... a chore for her, probably. Yeah, it's a chore. She goes up there. She knows every <laughs> every week she's going to hear the same homily about how oh my dog did this and that's why we need to love each other or something like yeah, something stupid and, like, make a, a joke about stupid jokes soccer. yeah <laughs> yeah something stupid or golf or something like that basketball yeah <laughs> yeah tim gordon yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay so that, that was another thing it's yeah the, the pastor's only going to tell you what he knows he's not going to yeah because he doesn't want to mislead you of course and he's yeah. not going to tell you about you know john chapter six because obviously he would have to believe that or if he doesn't know about purgatory, if he doesn't know about faith and works, he's not going to talk gonna about it because he, about he's it. Under, under no obligation to do so. Yeah, if so, he doesn't know it, then he can't say it. Exactly. Again, again, this is all about how she felt about things. Mm-hmm. It was making it a lot about herself, which we're supposed to forget ourselves and do everything for God, mm-hmm. which is something very important You're to keep in mind. It's not about active participation. Exactly. And then she said that she walked into the church. Again, there's no such thing as a church. She your walked church has a gym where they do baptisms. Well yeah, there's that one there's that one quote unquote church here that has a CrossFit in it. Yeah. I don't I don't, I don't know really I don't know, know how, how Saint that Peter ties would, into Yeah, I don't know how Saint Peter would feel about that. Um but that's okay. Um, you're just caring about the self. Yeah, it's a on. building with an ecclesial communion inside. Mm-hmm. Again, she's always been a Christian. She's just like yeah. She doesn't. She's always been a Christian because she's always believed that Christ is God. Yeah. So she's always been that. Yeah. She just does. She just kind of rejects it. Yeah. She's just changing her name tag. So (laughs) my name tag. Again, her problem was with judging. Again, really quickly about judging. When we judge, when we say we're judging something, we're we're saying the morality of the act. Mm-hmm. Saying, hey, that act is morally yeah. wrong. Like, I don't want to say, like, I'm judging this person. I'm saying I'm, I'm judging the sin that they've committed. Exactly. If Dominique says JC or OMG, I'm not going to say, Dominique, you're a horrible person. You've no, reprimanded I'm... me before. Not in, like, a bad way. Just, like, trying so, to be nice. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, that sort of thing that, when she does it, I'm I'm saying no. What you just did was wrong. Not yeah. you're wrong. It's what you just did was wrong. Yeah, and so I can th- say it to him too. Exactly. So. You know when I like let a curse word out or something. You yeah. Know, she says, hey, that's wrong. Not hey, that. you're an idiot. Yeah. No, it's like hey, you're wrong. And that's what real Catholics do when they judge. And we always judge. If if you know a guy was a serial whatever serial box or something no. a serial <laughs> killer you yeah wouldn't, a serial killer you wouldn't and, just and, be like oh he's a good unless you're like one of those crazy followers yeah or, but, but like, if if he was a serial killer and he comes up to you and says hey you know like jeffrey dahmer you're not gonna be like oh he was a great guy he did these great things no you're gonna be like oh he did some pretty like terrible stuff and he was this horrible he did this horrible thing right and what i was gonna say was that it's um if he comes up to you and says, hey, I want to babysit your kids, you're making a judgment saying, I don't think you're a good guy to take care of my yeah. kids. Yeah. So that's that's what real judging is. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, again, this is a problem I sort of encountered one time. I was talking to this lady at <coughs> one of my old jobs. She was a Protestant, and her daughter became an atheist. Oh. 
and her daughter was like, I don't understand why we have to go to church. She's right. And I and I wanted to tell the lady, you know, she has a point. Like why that, why do you, a Protestant, go to mass or why, go to church? Why do every... you why do you need to go to church? Yeah. Eventually you're gonna lead yourself because we're thinking mm-hmm. human beings. We're rational human beings. We're we gonna, always find a way to explain things. We're going to get to a point when we say, I don't need to go here. He's just telling me the mm-hmm. stuff from the Bible. I can read that myself. Yeah. And I can just get Bibles with commentaries yeah. on it. Again, if you really knew what was going on at the Mass, you would go. You would You would be so ecstatic to go. Exactly. That's what. That's the whole thing with the misconception. Oh, I can praise God when I'm at the golf course. No, you can't because you can't receive his body and blood. Yeah, the only way to truly receive him holy is is at mass exactly and that's the misconception again poor catechesis on everybody's part Mm -hmm. we need to tell people what mass is about it's not about whatever the the homily it's about the sacrifice and like even then you can you can take the step if you're not feeling like if you okay not feeling but if you don't think that that what you're doing is is right then you have to be the one to step forward you can't just rely on everybody else around you to tell you tell you it you have to you have to recognize it exactly and what uh, just to finish that point protestantism is a natural segue into atheism Mm -hmm. because you start realizing wait a minute it starts from it's about me because that's what Mm -hmm. martin luther did he said i can do this i have the authority to do this yeah it starts from there eventually you're gonna say i'm god yeah and that's what every heresy has in common Every heresy starts with, I'm God. I decide that Christ isn't divine. Yeah, you're putting the self before the divine, and you shouldn't. Exactly. It's Again, it's just like if you're misflipping your uh, intellect and your feelings. You can't do that. It's going to devolve into horribleness. So so that was the end of the video. Video. Podcast. No. Her video. video. Oh, I thought you were talking about this. Oh. So, again, just some things to wrap up. <laughs> Very sad. She needs our prayers. Mm-hmm. Um, and we should be ashamed. And we should really reflect a little bit more on how are we teaching. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah. Dominique, did you have anything to add? Um, no, I don't think so. Oh, no, I don't think so. <laughs> oh. Um, one thing I wanted to mention was that Mother Angelica said, and Michael Vore says it a lot, if you're not losing something, if you're not losing something because of the faith, you're living the faith wrong. Mm-hmm. And it makes us realize how are we living the faith? Mm-hmm. Are we losing something out of it? Like, are you creating your own version of Christ? Yeah. Or if you are, you know, let's say you're completely 100% in line with Catholic teaching, morals, all that stuff, but you don't spread it. Yeah. You're not losing anything. It's still yeah. you're just keeping it all yourself. This is mm-hmm. this is our problem with the SSPX. Yeah. They go into the little corner with their la- their TLM toy and they think that's going to fix everything. Yeah. You but know. it it's not always like even though the mass is a great way to 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 like profess a faith. It's the number one way to profess a faith yeah. and to pray, but you it's not going to save the world. Just, yeah. No way. You have to evangelize because yeah. you have to yeah, that's why we, I try to say, how are we living outside of Sunday? Mm-hmm. Do we care about our faith outside of Sunday? Are you a Catholic outside of Mass? Yeah, outside of Sunday. What? What? How are you acting? Are you very pious during church? And then when you leave, you during you Mass, curse, you, you curse, you blaspheme, you, blaspheme, you, you, you yeah. think horrible thoughts about other people, you do all these horrible, immoral things, then it doesn't really matter yeah. how you act during Mass. You know, this is why, this is a theme that I want to continue throughout this the course of this podcast is that 
you know, we Catholics have a lot. There's a lot of blame to go around for us. Yeah, we have a lot of work to do when it comes to to just getting better. Mm -hmm. And it's it's just yeah, it's just we have a lot of work to do, and we have there are a lot of things that we have to call out in the church. Mm -hmm. You know, not the obvious stuff like the abuse. Of course, that's a horrible thing. Mm -hmm. And you know, but it doesn't stop there. Yeah. You know, and if you want, if you You really want to live it outside of exactly, yeah. You have to show everybody. So, um, so yeah, so that's been the podcast. Again, we really hope that she can come back to the church and just, you know, it's, it's a tragedy. Fully accept it. It's a tragedy. And one, one, also really quick, one thing I wanted to bring up was there was a study about megachurches, um, Protestant megachurches. (coughs) And so the study said, Whilst megachurches enrolling and building has gone up, attendance has gone down over the past, I think it was mm-hmm. five years, but that was from, I think, 2014. Yeah. You can have a great big church, but you can't. That doesn't mean that you're going to get a bunch of parishioners or people attending. Exactly. There was a 30% drop in attendance, mm-hmm. even though the enrolling and building of a megachurch has gone up. Yeah. Because you realize, I don't need this. I can just read the Bible at yeah. home. You can't just depend on the people that say oh we're a growing faith quote-unquote faith yeah it's not and then on average 82 percent of parishioners attended but that was down from 96 percent the year before yeah that's that's big and if if you if you guys want i can link the uh the vortex where that was mentioned study yeah it was called mega church mentality by michael forrest he he goes into in depth about all these things Mm -hmm. so that's another thing you know yeah these things are going up or whatever (laughs) it but how's it gonna work in the end all these a lot of protestant churches it are usually doesn't work closing out. down yeah you know they they go into existence they do their thing and then they go out well yeah they it's they're there they change a little bit and they change some more and then they they die out yeah and then sorry for the fake ending but there was a she also mentioned the thing about sitting and kneeling and standing again people they don't learn liturgical postures i hear this mm-hmm. a lot um like oh yeah. oh Catholics oh yeah you guys sit yeah. and stand and kneel and sit and stand yeah. okay well it's actually pretty simple yeah if you go to the low mass TLM you're kneeling the whole time except for the two gospels and yeah. for communion so but you know you're kneeling for communion because well okay Mother Miriam said that liturgical postures everybody should be the same so if that's the case all you have to do is just follow what everybody else is doing it's not that difficult right and and if know. the if you're not getting it then the priest is gonna help someone like stand out up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah or or the person next to you help out yeah and another thing just because you have no faith doesn't mean it's the church's fault yeah don't it, blame yeah don't bl- don't blame the church because in turn you're just blaming christ you're exactly just... you know that that's it it sucks you know mm-hmm. it's it's sad but yeah. you have to reprimand them you can't just you can't just let them live the way that they're doing so it, it's yeah, it's sad, but you have to to tell them that what they're doing is wrong, or else it's just gonna like the mega church is gonna grow. <laughs> but but you can't. Yeah, you have to stop it. And just probably just to close. Um, first of all, they they had she had a second baptism, which and... again, <laughs> that's not a thing in a gym. Yeah, oh. in a gym. Oh. Ephesians four five: one faith, one baptism, one God. Mm-hmm. You have one baptism. Baptism is one of the one of the one, two, three sacraments that you can't do over. Mm-hmm. Baptism, confirmation, 
and Holy Orders. You can't do those twice. The only ones you can do twice are, I'm pretty sure, Anointing of the Sick now. Because I now, think so, because now like it's sometimes anoint, it's, Now it's not Extreme yeah. Unction. Now it's Anointing of the Sick. Yeah. That, Communion, and Confession. So yeah. those all can be marriage. repeated, but... B- marriage. Yeah, say? marriage is sort of like the if you get it annulled, parentheses. If you have an annulled, yeah. you can get it twice. So. Um, under regular circumstances, uh, uh, anointing baptism, of the sick, baptism, reconcil- uh, baptism, confirmation, and holy orders are all things you can't repeat. Reverse, so she, you, you can't, can't get two baptisms. Yeah. You know what happened when she got that second baptism? She got some water. She got some water. She just got wet. She, it, oh. doesn't, it, it doesn't mean anything. She just got wet. This is the whole problem with born again Christianity. Yeah. If you're already baptized, you're constantly you're, getting baptized. You are born again. It loses its sanctity. Exactly. Like now, now you're getting a second baptism, but you're already word baptized. Yeah, you're, you're just, just going to keep doing. You're just it going over for a bath. Over. Yeah. You just, can go for a bath at home. Yeah. You know why do you want someone else doing it for you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unless you know you're not. In it, whatever. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So just to take away from this, guys, learn <laughs> what the mass is about. Mm-hmm. Do the research for yourself too. Yeah, you know, so. do the. You know, I I I usually mm-hmm. don't like when you know people like Glenn Beck or whatever. And when it says you can look this up for yourself, because I, I just feel I like I didn't that's, mean it like that. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> no, yeah, it's a, it's just sort of like an intimidation tactic. I no, think, just sometimes. like just like you yeah. know, do your research. <laughs> yeah, you know, like do the research on the mass, and you know, obviously we're not going to link this video, so you you yeah. know, you kind of have to trust have us. <laughs> you kind of have to trust us, but you know, these are just general things that we feel need to be addressed. Yeah. Like we didn't say anything specific. So. Of course, we just said she's a woman. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> and that she's from Guam. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> So that's one thing. Um, so, all right. Close it out. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, if you guys enjoyed this, uh, if you're listening on Anchor, uh, it'd be nice if you guys could, you know, support us with like a monthly donation or something like that. Yeah. Um, in the future, if you guys want, we could we can maybe start a Patreon or something. Yeah. Um, you can find me and Dominique on Twitter. Uh, I think my handle's vascui at vascui. I don't even know what mine is. Yeah, um, you I can think, just yeah, yeah just look up mine and you'll probably find Dominique's. Yeah. And then uh, you know maybe we can we'll just we're just getting off you know just taking off a little bit here. So any support is mm-hmm. greatly appreciated. If you're listening on Spotify or anything, you know give us a like, follow the follow the playlist and yeah. all that stuff. So with that, we'll close with a little prayer to Our Lady. So thank you again for listening and God bless. In nomine Patris et Filii Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum. Benedicta tuum mulieribus et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in ora mortis nostre. Amen. Mary, destroyer of all heresies, pray for us. In nomine Patris et Filii Spiritus Sancti. Amen. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. Deo gratias, a mayorum Deo Dei gratias. gloriam, <laughs> dominus <laughs> viscum. All right.